welcome to Ask a Pastor, the podcast where you can ask the pastor, well, anything. In this episode, Pastor Chip Stevens is joined by one of the ministry team at First Baptist Jackson to answer your questions. Now, let's join Chip and his guests in the studio. Good evening and welcome to this episode of Ask a Pastor. We have had just so much fun being able to, to read your questions and have the opportunity to answer those. We appreciate so much you sending those in. And as always, we want to ask you to continue to do so. It's really, it's great for us to be able to hear the questions that you're wrestling with. Uh, and, and we enjoy being able to look yeah. up the answers and it, it helps us as well. So sure. thank you for doing it and I hope that you'll, you'll keep doing that. Again, we have Mike Harlan, our Associate Pastor of Worship here with us today. And Mike's got a question that, uh, that I think I'm supposed to answer so, today. So did Adam have a belly button? I mean, is that, that's the question. I mean, he hadn't answered that one yet. I don't know. But anyway, that's, no, that's not the question. Yeah, thank goodness. That's, that's not the question. Um, so this is a fascinating question. Okay. I mean, I've, I've got to commend the, the writer of this because uh, it's one that I, I have to admit, I, I had this question when I noticed this verse yeah. uh, uh, years ago. Uh, can you explain Luke 14, 25 and 27 through 27? Verse 26 says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Is he talking figuratively? This is back to the question. Like, how can you serve two masters? This person says that I associate hate as the opposite of love, and Scripture repeatedly tells us to love one another. So I just want to understand why Jesus is saying hate. That's a great question because it, <laughs> it definitely sounds like a contradiction. It does. Predi- contradiction, particularly when just recently I was preaching on husbands love your wives. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so how does Paul say husband yeah. love your wives, but yeah. Jesus say you need to hate your wife? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, this is another great example of where you don't judge all of the Bible through one verse, but you use all sure. of the Bible to help understand a verse. Yeah. Uh, for instance, and I, since I was able to see that question, I was able to kind of look up. Uh, oh, you're saying you, you've prepped for this. I have prepped okay, for this. Okay, all right, You don't see. think I'm doing this just cold turkey. <laughs> <laughs> but let me use another uh, passage of Scripture to be able to answer sure. this question. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus, Matthew records where Jesus is speaking on this subject, and listen to what he says in verse 37. He who loves father or mother more than me. Yeah is not worthy of me. Yeah. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Yeah. So when you take the Matthew 10 passage and the Luke 14 passage and you put them side by side, it helps you to understand what Jesus is saying when he says, unless you hate your father or mother or your wife or your children, of course he's not yeah. He's not advocating that we are to hate our family members. The point is that we are to love Him more than any other relationship. Yeah. And so it's a use of contrast there in Luke 14. He's not literally saying you should hate them, but that you should love them less than you love Him, yeah. which is consistent with what the Scripture has to say. In fact, in that particular passage in Luke 14... Right before that, he's telling the, the parable of the Great Supper. 
mm-hmm. where a man, he, he puts on a great supper and he tells his servants to, to go and invite certain people mm-hmm. to the supper. And they're giving excuses of why they can't come. Right. One was saying that he just bought a piece of land, he needs to go look at it. Another was saying he just bought oxen, he needs to go test them. Mm-hmm. And another said he just married a wife and so he can't come. I thought that was the best excuse of the three, don't you? But coming right off of that story, yeah. this is when Jesus is saying, listen, you, you, you have to love me yeah. more than every other relation. That ha- the relationship, our relationship with Jesus has to be the most important relationship of all. Yeah. And, and actually, when you think about the passage that we just looked at in Ephesians 5 recently, sure. you know, the whole point of that is you cannot, husbands cannot love their wives until they love Jesus first. Sure. Not, not in a way that they deserve to be loved. Yeah. And, our, and we are, husbands are to love their wives and wives are to respect the authority of their husbands because of their love for Jesus, yeah, right? Yeah. It comes from that relationship which is first and then begins to, to permeate every yeah. other relationship. Pastor, so that's I, what he's saying. I think you're, I think you're right on it. And it, this is a great example. I mean, the very first one of these we did. First question we answered. You yeah. you you said something that day that's so important for any student of the Bible. Yeah. That every part of the Bible has to be interpreted against the backdrop of the rest of the Bible. When you, you, yeah. Yeah. When it you has think, to be. When you think about it, Scripture is the best explanation of Scripture. No question. And no so, question. for every person who is serious about coming to know the Lord and and knowing what He has to say through the Bible, it's important that we read all of the Bible. Yeah. Because that's how you really come to understand context and what's being said. And yeah, Scripture is the best commentary. No on question. Scripture. And I was also thinking about one of the other challenges with, that we have in 2021, reading this text that God so divinely gave <laughs> us. It's a supernatural text. But sometimes our own language gets in the way. Now you think about how yeah. we use the word hate and what we mean by hate. As opposed to the, if you go back to the original language uh, of this, the Greek text of this, and that word that is there is is a word that can have nuances to it, just like our word hate has nuances to it. I, I hate Brussels sprouts. You know, I hate. <laughs> I really hate Brussels sprouts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but that's not the word. I think I think our language gets in the way sometimes when we start attributing a definition of the the extreme definition of a word, like the word hate. Yeah to this example of the word hate as it's rendered in the scripture. And really, when you look in the context of the passage, we're we're not talking about hate in the sense of hating like an evil hatred toward another person, which certainly the Bible would would not want us to do. This, This certainly does have, even in the original language of this word that's translated hate, there is this diminishing scale of emotion here we're talking about in contrast, and you've already, already used that word contrast. Yeah. In contrast, so basically my love for Jesus is so much more than any other love I have that by contrast, every other love looks like hate. But yeah. it's not hate in the worst sense of that no. word, and, which means yeah. to despise and abhor. And again, context is everything. And, and, and again, when you see where the scripture is telling us that we're to love our neighbors you know, as ourselves, yeah. uh, we're to look out not only for our own interests, but also for the interests of others. I mean, over and over again, we see the scriptural admonition to put others before yourself. So, of course, he's not speaking of hating people, but that our relationship with Jesus should be greater than every other. And that's that's why I love questions like this. Yeah. Because this this is coming from a person who 
genuinely wants to know what the scripture has to say. Yeah. And those are, you know, there's no such thing as a bad question. Those no. are the best questions no. because you know somebody's earnestly trying to study and any way we can help provide context, we want to be able to do so. We're really, we're really grateful. And we're glad this person wrote this question in and maybe it brings even more questions uh, that others might have as they listen to us talk about this. Uh, most of all, Pastor, I think our desire here, and it's our desire for our whole church, is our people will not take your word for it or my right. word yeah, for right. it, but as believer, as a child of God, the Holy Spirit lives within you. Dive into the scripture. I'm, I'm so grateful. Here we are in 2021. Yeah. What used to be only attainable in the in the libraries of great theological institutions <laughs> is now sitting on everybody's computer. Yeah, you can actually get into and and word study is is at least a, a, a top level of of Greek and Hebrew study is attainable for an average person that would like to just go a little bit deeper and not just read the scripture every day to get a, a topical reading view of it, but actually dig into it and begin to study some of the things out, out for yourself. And you know what? Hold us accountable to that. Okay. By your own study, make sure that what you're hearing in our Sunday school classes and our Bible studies and certainly from our pulpit and in, a, in our worship, make sure it's lining up with what God's word is saying to you as a student of scripture. So this tool, this podcast is designed to help all of us grow absolutely. grow to, in our understanding of what the Scripture is yeah, all about. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for, for asking that question, and thank you for joining us for Ask a Pastor. Again, we love getting your questions, so please feel free to send your questions to us and give us the chance to help you any way we can, because as I said, it also helps us to go back and look at the Scripture and learn more about mm. what God desires for each of us. So thank you again. Hope that we'll get a question from you and hope that you'll join us next time. Thanks for joining us. Do you have a question to ask a pastor? You can send it to us by visiting firstbaptistjackson.org app or message us on social media. You can find us at FBJacksonMS on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it. Thanks again for joining us for Ask a Pastor.